When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for joining me here for Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. And I honestly feel like I'm, well, I don't, it's that it's that whole Wayne's World Aerosmith, we're not worthy kind of feel moment right now. We're a pretty influential guest here in the cannabis industry. And, uh, you know, not, and this is even prior to, you know, what we know him as today, working with Wonder Bread. I'll probably just give away the hint. But on the website, I look back and you see where my next guest has provided cannabis to some of the biggest artists in the music industry. Um, you can basically say that, you know, the 2001 album, uh, Dr. Dre's, uh, the 2001 version of Chronic, which got played at the Super Bowl, by the way, I think you couldn't have, get, you couldn't have gotten such a great performance if not what was done originally in the studio back in 2001. Thanks to my guest, Brett Feldman. Brett, thanks for being with us. Uh, thank you. It's an honor to be on the show. I mean, you had enough of these interviews. What what, what am I going to do to go introduce you better? Like, what can I do? Uh, Someone that has I had, don't know. I mean, the, I mean, the likes of Justin Bieber that have picked up your products. I'm like, okay, endorsement, check. You know, yeah. incredible <laughs> uh, incredible uh, strains being called yeah. a weed giant. I mean, it's all of that there. Mm. And you were just showing me before we got on the air about a lot of work you're doing right now in terms of not only do you have what you're doing right now with Wonder Bread, but the expansion process coming forward. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're, mostly the expansion for us is, is really like um, into retail more right now, in, right. at least in the California market. We're going to open up more stores uh, that are Wonder Bread stores. Um, our goal is to have, I think it's, it's five stores in, the, you know, the next 18 months is, and uh, we're opening up our second store in summer, so um, we go we go kind of slow and steady. Uh, yeah. This game, you have to be very careful. You know, the market shifts all the time, so you just, you needed to be playing it kind of safe. And if you go too big too fast, you can get hurt. You know, so agreed. Now, when you have the, the dispensaries, and you like you said, you opened a flagship store uh, in Hollywood, and yeah. What has happened so far is, I mean, obviously, people out here are familiar with the strains, 
and then the environment you're trying to create now for those to come in and, and check what you have. Talk to me about as you're building the concept to new stores, what is it that you want to definitely put uh, that resonates with those that come in to visit each store? Uh, well, when they come to the store, it should just be this very relaxing, enjoyable experience that's fun and uh, you don't feel the pressure <clears throat> of like, you know, the, the system trying to push you in and out so that you can enjoy the, uh, the, uh, the environment that we created, right? It's, it's a lot, it's akin to like a, I'd almost say a cannabis museum type feel in the sense of the way things are being displayed, the attention to detail in the art side of things. And then I'd say that like really the, the power of the store of coming to the Wonder Brett store is that you're actually going to see the full menu and you're going to get all the different flavors of the flower in one place that should be there. You're going to get all of the new products that you know will be uh, available, like the, you know, the fruit juice and um, the new vape carts that we just launched. Um, then we can also create like special experiences as you start to have that whole collection available and you get to see and absorb what the brand has really actually created um, you don't really get to see that, you know, when you go to other locations and you go to other stores, mm -hmm. um, we work within their framework and, um, the brand has a lot of, uh, unique, you know, strains and assets that we've created that kind of, they need a place like a store of our own store to really kind of create that wonder right. universe for you to walk in and get that whole, whole environmental vibe. Versus just like seeing a tiny display case where they got our boxes, you know, and listen, not trying to knock any store that we're in. Like I appreciate being in everybody's store and it is what it is. It's a competitive space, but I really like um, the environment that we've created when no, you get to be at our store. So I can, I, That makes all the sense in the world because you think about you can only do so much when it's not your store, but when it is your store, you know, sky's the limit. The one thing is you just referenced a couple of things when it comes to new products you have. Uh, we briefly touched on the fact of, you know, there's a lot of partnerships you've made with a lot of the, uh, dispensaries. I mean, or a lot of companies, which, by the way, you probably have like, you know, you probably have partnered up with about half the guests I've had on Blend Business in my time, like more dozens out there. OK. And then you mentioned uh, back in it was back in August that there was the strain specific solventless hash hash raj and choose that came out and then also you just mentioned yeah. about now which is where we what really got our attention this time around was the fact that you've now created live resin cards showcasing your brand's ultimate premium genetics that's lemon oz oz kush orange sunset strawberry bliss orange banana pink picasso and peach oz or oz mm -hmm. and distill it free 100 live resin oil cartridge real terpenes zero additives uh, take me through uh, these resin carts and really just, you know, the purity, the premium uh, access and really what, what kind of a field and what's really kind of stood out that people have really uh, latched on to among the, the flavors you have. Yeah. <clears throat> so the brand really has like, it's been a long journey to create those carts. And that's, you know, I'm talking years and years of, of, of development when it comes to genetics to find the right kind of genetics that would perform well in flower 
and perform well in a live resting cart. So just like the curation and selection of the breeding process has been like uh, one of the longest processes of it all, right? And then finding like the top extractors and best labs to work with. And along that process of searching for that, we found a really good partner um, who is a part of our brand. Uh, this kid, he's a young kid. His name is Noah. And um, he's a great extraction artist. And we've been able to take him and uh, work with him for, you know, for, for probably six, seven years now developing this, this type of cart to work the way that it does and, and really just have the extraction process so geared and focused to preserve terpenes at the highest level. So when we cut down fresh frozen so that we process it and we get it in the freezer within 15 minutes so we don't, you know, degrade any of the product and then how we handle it, we take it out of the freezer before it even goes into the extraction unit and then all the unique, you know, steps that we use and go through to, to, um, to have that hash turn out that way to crash. The way we do it, we separate, we crash it into diamonds and we make a sauce. So we crash into diamonds and HTE. We, uh, you know, we separate the two. Um, then we melt the diamonds instead of using a distillate, you know, and then we add back the right ratio of terpenes so that it tastes really smooth and enjoyable. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, if we, if we just put all the terpenes right back into there, it'd be too astringent and your nose would kind of burn and like wouldn't right. be as good. Like terpenes can be really strong. Um, so it's really about formulating the cart properly too. So that it's like to the highest level of flavor without giving you that type of, you know, uh, unpleasant, you know, over, over terpene type experience. It's the epitome of what California is best known for, for craft cannabis, which unfortunately I wish the governor over there in California would kind of like, you know, help out, you know, more uh, companies, more groups like yours that are kind of getting, you know, disenfranchised a bit from what's going on in terms of the tax revenue that's being picked up. I mean, for what the expansion you want to do right now and you have out there, which I mentioned before, you know, the kind of struggle there is. But I'll tell you, one thing I noticed when I look at your websites, wonderbrett.com, wonderbrettstore.com, I think of splashes of color. Very colorful. <laughs> the stores, the products, the flavors. And obviously, you always have a very good bunch of artistic mind and color. That that full rainbow, that whole spectrum is what you look to go and bring forward. Talk to me about that. What is it that you feel that is a. Uh, what encompasses the whole idea of everything that you put into that has to be just a rainbow, a, a, a macabre of different colors? I would just say, like, you know, basically just ask yourself, what's life without color? Yeah. Right. And uh, color to me is flavor. So it's like color, flavor, swag, style, everything is, is involved in that, that basic, you know, question of what's life without, without color. So um, when you bring color into it, um, it just it inspires a, a level of passion that comes out of things that you just didn't see at first. Right. And yeah. ideas are to connect in your mind about how to make a logo surrounding supporting this color and this flavor and all of these aspects. And it's in the sense of like, you know, something about rainbows are so, you know, the color spectrum or a rainbow, it's so um, majestic or mystical when you see one. 
that just pops out over the sky and it's, you know, it's, they're huge and it's going from one part of the sky to the other, you know, and you see maybe some double rainbow or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, with these, with these strains and this brand and the colors and stuff, it's like, we kind of feel like we're building our own rainbow uh, of flavors. And instead of just being like, oh yeah, taste the rainbow. It's like, we're going to build the rainbow out of our own um, personal taste, you know, for flavor. So it's, that really, yeah. Well, there's no, that is cannabis doesn't have to be just green. We don't have to have just the color green. It's a nice color, yeah. but we want to have other colors. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, the way the bulk market goes these days, you might as well just make that purple. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I always remember when I was growing up, it was enough people was like, well, if you're not getting, uh, if you're not getting your weed with a little bit of purple on it, a little bit of Kush, there's something wrong. Yeah. It's like, you don't have the color, you know, especially when I'm here in South Florida and I have enough, enough friends of mine back in the nineties where it's like, oh Yeah. You're you're holding on the regs, but I'm holding on the crippy. It's purple. Look at that. Look at the purple. Yeah. So that said, uh, I could never go into the story that you've done and what you've done with the brand, and I can look back up. There's a whole lot that can be said, but you have done your work and your cultivation site indoor, twenty two thousand square feet, canopy footprint across, thirty six individual grow rooms. And this is going back to a story I'm reading here from December of last year. And yep. you also make a point, you say that, quote, on a small grow, it's easy to have control, quote, you're always going to be able to be the guy who is there all the time, who sleeps with the grow, right? This is different. And I noticed that, you know, as you're talking to me, you are circling the cultivation facility. You are, you know, you're encompassing the land. It's like you, you live, work, breathe, and stay encompassed in what you do with this work. Yeah. I think that if you're not, if you're a brand owner in this space and you're, a, um, you know, I don't know, maybe you want to call yourself upper management or whatever, but if you're not like eat, sleep and breathing this thing all day and night, you're not going to survive. It's just too competitive is you have to be on your toes and this thing is a large ship when you talk about like trying to react to the market or make a shift. It takes months, three to six months to change something, bring in a new strain. It takes two years to develop a new strain, embed it to put it into the market. So when you see we launched like three strains, four strains in 2021, that was work that was started in, in 2019, you know, 2018 of, of, you know, breeding, selecting, pheno hunting you know, and, and doing these things. So it's like, if the ship doesn't turn that easy and uh, you really just got to be on it all the time. And if, if you don't want it this bad, like you're just, you, 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 you're going to be something else. <laughs> you know, you need to do something else. <laughs> when you uh, look back and you say, okay, there's all these MSOs that are coming up. We see the expansion of MSOs across the board. We see a lot of major, you know, distributors, cultivators, you know, and latch with the dispensaries themselves, but you've come into the game with all the experience and you are, you're an OG of this industry. While there's others that might have fortune 500 type C level executives that came in to the space to create the organization, the structure, but yet in the mm -hmm. same vein, those MSOs might have their own setup, but you found your same way in. What do you say to those other smaller entrepreneurs out there that want to get in the industry or they're in right now in the fight, say in California or in other states that are just starting up? You know, what is it that you would say to inspire them 
And what is something you could say is a takeaway from what you've learned that you could share? Just go slow and steady. Don't overextend yourself. Don't put yourself in a position where you can get hurt in your business and really focus on your niche. You know, like we focused on just flower box flower for like six, seven years before we were able to even really feel comfortable to put out, you know, grams of hash and BHO. And then, you know, another two years goes by and we finally got our edibles and fruit chews and the solventless hash the way we want it. And it's not that we couldn't make it sooner. It's just that you can't make it the way you want to at scale and support it. In this like I don't want to launch a product and then have to pull it back or have it come on, be, come on the get on the shelf super hard and work to get that achieved and then have it not be available and, and then have the stores be like, well, if you don't have the product for me to sell it, then I have to give the space to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like so, you know, you really have to just be very um, focused and you have to have a very methodical. Uh, mindset of how to approach these things and be patient because you know if you just try and go too fast it can really hurt you there's a lot of you know things you will learn along the way that will help you from not losing money from you know changes in package regulations or labeling regulations or just you know all these things and you know you look behind me and really it's like the only reason I could get this done is because the team that is here like the people that are supporting all of this you know um i have a vision and my partner cameron who we started the brand together we have a vision of, of what we wanted this brand to be and we're trying to execute it right now and it's it's tough you know i would be lying to sit there and say like oh yeah it's just like i'm skipping around the building and smoking joints all day and you know like it's not that way it's a tough grind um yeah it's worth it though. This is like, this is our dream to do this. And, um, we're willing to fight, you know, in the trenches, you know, tooth and nail till the end, you know, and, but, uh, we're doing pretty good though. I mean, we've expanded like, you know, in Michigan and we've done well there and, uh, we're expanding into, uh, another state. I wish I could announce it right now, but I can't, uh, but, uh, it's, um, it's, the ink is almost dry. So, um, uh, but, uh, that, that is the part where we have to do, you know, to bring our brand across the country and keep it limited in, in high quality production. Right. So, um, you know, these big MSOs versus us and how we got to where we are and stuff like that. It's, it's a different game. We, we, uh, we scrapped it together with a small team. Those guys built it with money. Um, and you know, it looks good for a while, but if they don't figure out how to make money and actually have a sustainable business models, like then all they really are is good at raising money. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just not going to work in the long term. Like this is a, this is a farming industry and it's expensive to create product and, uh, you have to just do this properly. Like, uh, there's not a lot of room for error. Right. No. So it's a very expensive high stakes game. It, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen certain companies have come in, they get VC funding, they come in, and it gets squandered. And then you wonder, okay, are there any more investors going to come back in and help another another company come in with a great idea and a product? But that's something that's going to be learned. But the way you put it out there, very well said. i got to tell you this, too. So with Cannabis Radio, we sponsored, and our comp- my parent company, we have hosted the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. And the logo yeah. for our, our 
our conference was a colored leaf. And we put it on merch mm. and stuff like that. And it was always the idea of that splash of colors. And I think back of that. And the other thing I always think about as well is that I just did an interview earlier today. I produced one for our Plant Profit series. The CEO of Weed Maps is on. Talking about the importance mm-hmm. of branding. And I think one thing you show right now is with your brand, the splash of colors, the way it's set up, the way it looks on merch, the way you can position it. And then, you know, what, what you position as what is the whole the whole experience of wonder bread colorful lively splashy full of of vibrant color and experience and flavor and everything and it's a great way to go love what you have wonderbrett.com wonder b-r-e two t's.com wonderbrettstore.com take a look at the products and also you can look for them on instagram uh real quickly as we wrap things up we're coming up on 420, less than four weeks away as I record this, and this is going to go out well before that, well before April. Can you fill anybody on what they should go and take a look at when they go to the store? Or visit the dispensary for that matter, too. Yeah, you should definitely you know check us out online and, and do your research and see what kind of products really appeal to you. Uh, we have a really wide uh, array of, of flavors when it comes to strains. Uh, you'll it's, it's kind of like we have curated a, uh, a very flavorful fruit menu and some complex and some gassy strains. We try to cover a lot of those bases, but the real, the real magic of our brand is how we, we transfer those into other product SKUs as well as the vape, the hash and the uh, edibles. And then I would say, look out for our NFT projects, uh, our uh, wonder Brett store. That's going to be in the metaverse in the central land. And, um, we are going to continue to bring really unique experiences through that NFT project and kind of just uh, keep building out the Wonder Brett universe and, and trying to give people like the best uh, experiences. It really is this brand is, is built on like the experience of great flower, but also like the presentation of and the details of how everything gets handed to you in, in, in an event. And I'm glad you picked, you know, the color purple and you like to use the flavor of grape because I think it's an underrated flavor myself. I really do. I, yeah. I love the flavor of grape, and I don't think there's enough stuff out there that doesn't have a grape flavor to it. Again, I'm in here with the co-founder of Wonder Brett and the Wonder Brett stores, which you can find all around California. Brett Thelman has been my guest here on Grassroots Marketing. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. Thanks for being on with me. Yeah, it was great talking with you. All right. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.